welcome to the Jess Bubico Show. I am your host, Jess Bubico, and I am so happy to have you here. I believe in a world where people march to the beat of their own drum, and that drum is their heart. It's here on this podcast where we'll talk all things intuition and waking up to the truth of who you are. Let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone, and good morning. I wanted to pop on the podcast this morning. You are hearing me before I've spoken to anyone, so my voice is not completely warmed up, so we will see how this goes today. But I wanted to pop on here because during my meditation this morning and a theme that has been coming up over the last two days is this question of, who am I? Who am I? I teach a class called the Intuitive Development Intensive for coaches and those who are in the healing arts. And this class is really focused on supporting people in understanding people who are coaches, who are helpers, who are healers, light workers, who are maybe, uh, maybe you're an astrologer or you're someone who works with human design to really understand how does my intuition come through me? How can I actually listen to something higher than what's going on in this conversation right now? What is it that this person needs to hear from a soul level? What is it that they are maybe struggling with that they're not saying with words, but that we need to maybe tap in, tune in, and intuitively understand what's going on with this person, what's not being said that we can tune into and tap into to really support this person and stepping into the truth of who they are. And then I also support my clients who are a part of this class in understanding how do I create something that is unique to me? We're so taught in our society and our culture to follow the rules, to go to school, get a job, and really follow the path of that job, like follow the direction that that job is taking us in, right? This is the job description. Here's how you fit the job description. Here's how you write a resume for that. And I think especially now that we're in the age of the internet, we're finding that these job descriptions, I mean, there's 12 year olds out there and, you know, who are on YouTube making millions of dollars when they're 12. Um, And it's like, how did they, how did they get there? They didn't have a job description for that, right? They followed their intuition. They followed their passion. They followed their joy and abundance flowed from there. And so um, this, this class that I teach the intuitive development intensive for coaches and healers, um, those who are in the healing arts, it's really about How do I create something that is authentic to me? How do I follow my intuition and start to create my business and my practice and my life in a way that maybe colors outside of the lines? Maybe it's stepping on top of the box instead of having to find the box that you can fit yourself into or the exact perfect tied up with a bow package um, that we often are trained to think that we need to do or have. Um, So this class is really focused on supporting people in listening to their intuition, trusting themselves, using their intuition with their clients to help them move past issues and areas where they're feeling caught or are lost or maybe they're struggling. And again, just coming back into what's my methodology? How do I want to do this? What feels really good for me? And it's really a space to be able to play. So if you are somebody who is a coach or a healer or somebody in the healing arts, or maybe maybe you're not, (laughs) maybe you're in uh, a nine to five and you want to 
to figure out how you can start to really make shifts and changes and use your intuition in your work. You know, maybe you're an event planner or you're a real estate agent or something of that nature. You want to start to bring your own intuition into your work and how you work with clients. If you're in a client facing business, um, this can be great for you as well. I have a free preview on January 13th on Wednesday where we'll actually, I'll take you through how to intuitively connect in and I'll talk to you about what class is all about. Anyways, what I want to get back to for today, I'll put the the link in the show notes as well so you can take a look at that class if you're interested in joining us and you can join my free preview this week coming up as well. Um, it's a great opportunity, again, to understand intuition, bring it down into the 3D and start to really incorporate it into your work because sometimes what someone is saying to you doesn't match the issue that's going on at large. And sometimes we need to be able to use our intuition to tune in, to tap in and to really understand what's going on with this person. So with all that being said, I want to come back to this question today of who am I? And it's interesting because yesterday, some of my clients um, were doing some free sessions and they are going to take these new tools that they're learning and they're going to offer some free sessions to clients to be able to just play and offer their sessions and their services in new ways that feel good and authentic and unique to them. And Many of my clients are helping people who are in job transition or who are not happy in their job and they feel lost. What's my next step? But they have this fear of the unknown. They have this fear of leaping. And they identify as being pretty intuitive, pretty in tune with themselves, but they're, they, they don't know what to do next. And so as I was reflecting this morning in my journal, I really came to this question that I ask myself often And I think is important for us to ask ourselves at large, which is, who am I? Who am I? What am I about? What feels good and authentic and right for me? And as I was thinking more about this, I really truly believe that dissatisfaction in our jobs, dissatisfaction in our relationships, dissatisfaction in where we live comes not from something external of ourselves being wrong but really a lack of understanding of who we are and what feels really good and authentic for us. So I'll give you an example. And and I want to actually, before I go into my example for today, just say, if this is you, if you're in a place where you're saying to yourself, who am I? What am I about? What is it that I want in my life? Who am I? I don't really know. I want to just commend you because it's okay to be there. Again, we're not really taught in our society as it's been. I think we're headed here. We haven't really been taught to ask the question of who am I and what feels good to me. Oftentimes we're taught to go, don't tap into that. Don't tune into it. Turn it off. That's not necessarily a safe person for you to be. That's not a safe way for you to be. And what box can you fit yourself into? I mean, I remember being in college and... I can remember I went to Penn State walking through one of the quads and thinking to myself, oh my God, I don't want to do any of these majors. Like nothing feels good to me. The only thing that feels the most authentic to me is um, psychology. And I ended up picking what I picked, which brought a lot of blessings into my life. I chose what I chose because I was going to get a good paycheck from it. There was job safety and security. Healthcare at the time was booming. So it felt like, oh, I'll always have job security in this. 
And I think so many people in their lives pick something for a job and pick something for a career that's going to bring this sense of safety, security, and comfort so that they'll, quote, always be taken care of, right? But it, it for many people, invokes this sense of losing oneself and this sort of underlying ideology that in order to be safe and secure in the world, I have to be somebody other than who I am. I have to do something other than what feels good and authentic for me because that's how our society has been set up. And so what ends up happening is over time, we can lose this sense and this understanding of who we are. And we can lose this sense and this understanding of what makes us tick and what makes us feel alive and what feels good for us. And so again, if you're here and you're saying to yourself, whoa, that's me. I've been in this career that's been safe and secure and stable and I'm planning for, you know, I can plan for my retirement and I can, you know, live life once that happens or whatever it may be. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with choosing that path for yourself. But if you're coming into this place where you're waking up and saying, man, I'm anxious, man, I'm depressed, this doesn't feel good for me, I'm unhappy in my life, this, you know, I can't figure out why I have this nagging sense of anxiety and angst. What I would invite you to do is really ask yourself this question of who am I? And really start there. And it doesn't have to be, I I ask myself this question often as a check-in. How am I doing? You know, where am I out of alignment? What doesn't feel necessarily great for me? Or what feels really good and what feels really authentic? And so the invitation for everyone is to, again, sit with this question. Ask yourself this question. Journal on this question. Sometimes we've learned that it's not safe to be who we are from conditioning from society or families, etc. Whatever it may be. And so we have to come into a place of relearning. If you have built your entire life, like let's say you're in your 30s and you have built this whole life based upon this is what success looks like. If I follow these rules, if I find the correct box to put myself in that will be successful, but I'm super unhappy, I'm feeling anxious, I feel depressed, something inside of me is telling me it's time to change, but I feel fearful, I don't really know what to do, where to go, etc. What I want to invite you to understand is that the deconstruction of our lives at times takes time. If you have built this foundation for yourself, and you've built this house for yourself, um, you know, and and it's comfortable, and it's it's got a beautiful rose garden and you know all of the neighbors and you know how to function there and the house proverbial house being just your life in general right the job that you have the relationship you have the places you've been all the things if you've built this life for yourself that doesn't necessarily totally match the authentic you on the inside it's going to take time to deconstruct We live in this society, in this world as well, that honors and really desires quick and instant gratification. And so what I want to encourage anyone who's listening today who might be feeling this way to understand is that it's okay to start with a single question. It's okay to start every day with the question of who am I 
and maybe end the day with, what did I learn about myself today? It is okay. We don't have to be constantly fixing ourselves or trying to make ourselves better. I know that that's where I went when my the beginning of my personal development journey was, how do I fix myself because there's fundamentally something wrong with me. I'm unhappy in my job. I'm unhappy in my career. How can I just make myself happy where I am? And that journey led me to trying to fit into another box. I didn't realize I was trying to fit myself into another box at the time. But it led myself to trying to fit myself into a box of perfection. So I was essentially taking the same characteristics and the same principles that I had created my my old life, you know, my corporate life in and tried to then create another perfect life again. And the one of the tools that's really helped me and supported me in going, who the heck am I and how do I function is human design. And on this season of the Jess Babico Show, you are going to hear a lot about human design. So if you're somebody who is unhappy in your job, unhappy in your relationship, you're not happy with where you live, your, your career, all the things... Head over to JustTheIntuitive.com, and if you're listening to this later on, it will be JustBubbaCo.com. At some point down the line, if you type Just the Intuitive in and it doesn't work, head over to JustBubbaCo.com, B-U-B-B-I-C-O. Um, and start with a human design reading, because human design readings, I've found, have people feeling more seen, more understood than anything else that I, any other tool that I have used, because it really supports people in understanding how they operate and how they function. For example, I am an emotional person. There's just no way to swing it. My emotions have always gone up. They've gone down. I've just always been an emotional person. So when I started to learn myself and I started to walk into my personal development journey, I started out going, man, I'm super emotional and I got to knock this off because this doesn't, this isn't cute. You know, being emotional is not cute. And so I need to figure out how to fix myself and perfect myself and now fit myself also into this other box. And as a result, I think I became more emotional personally. But what I needed to do was actually just learn about how to work with my emotions. How do I understand my emotions? What are my emotions trying to tell me? Are my emotions even all mine? And so again, human design, you can head over. I offer 30 and 60 minute readings. I would love to do one for you again, if you're especially in the beginning stages of asking that question, who am I? What feels good to me? What feels authentic? You know, what's, why am I unhappy in my job? Why am I unhappy in my relationship? And again, I feel these are symptoms of not understanding ourselves, um, Fully And again, not because it's your fault and there's anything wrong with you. I just think we have been raised in a society that teaches and encourages us to be a certain way to be successful. And now, especially as we move more into this like age of Aquarius, especially over the next seven years, we're being invited to figure out what our unique flavor of of living is. Like, who are we? What are we about? And how do we create life from that place, from that understanding of self? So again, you can head over justtheintuitive.com or justbubbaco.com if you want to jump in with that reading. If you're listening to this and saying, yeah, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who I am. I, I need to get started understanding this underlying anxiety that I'm having or this underlying, um, yeah, just fear, doubt, whatever it may be. So again, the question of who am I, I think is just a very important question to start asking yourself and to just kick off this new 
leg of the journey in your life in general. So for me, what I started to realize was, number one, I'm emotional. And there's actually a way for me to work with this and a way for me to understand this and make this my gift. Being super sensitive I can't change that and turn that off. And in fact, I don't want to change that and turn that off because that's one of my greatest gifts in, in, in my, my life. Um, you know, I'm somebody who's not designed to work nine to five and not necessarily designed to have a consistent and fixed and rigid schedule that's always supposed to look the exact same way every day. Understanding these things about myself, I stopped judging myself so much and I started shifting the way I create my life. I decided to, you know, for me, being an entrepreneur is something that's really important to me. Being able to have freedom and flexibility and freedom to create was really important for me. And when I understood and learned more about my human design chart, even um, I remember somebody saying to me that read my fir- my chart the first time. She's like, there's no logic in your chart. Like your chart is about sensing and feeling and being intuitive. And that was an area I carried a lot of shame. You know, there were just thinking back on on family and friends. It was like I was afraid to tell people that, you know, this was a path that I wanted to pursue, that I wanted to pursue the healing arts, that I wanted to pursue intuition. It was scary for me at first because it was so the opposite of the definition of success that I had learned. School, book smarts, science, education, like that was success. You know, that's what success is. And my family love and friends love me and they have no problem with it now, you know, but at the time I was afraid. There was fear because that wasn't what was normal. That wasn't what was, was the quote definition of success. And, you know, learning that I think many people are looking for a solution outside of themselves because that's, again, what we've been taught to do, right? Like go to the doctor and get medication if something hurts on the inside. Um, If something's not working, you know, go and buy something to fix it. Most of our sales are based upon, you know, if we look at sales in general, they're based upon looking at our pains. What's your pain? Here's this thing outside of yourself to fix it. And I personally believe that when I hear people saying I'm dissatisfied in my job, I'm dissatisfied in my relationship, I'm dissatisfied with where I'm living, I want to I want to see their human design chart first. I want to see everybody's human design chart, but I want to see and understand how they're meant to operate because what it tells me and what I'm hearing them say is, hey, Jess, I'm not happy here. Something doesn't feel good. And I, again, we're sentient beings. We we get when we don't feel because something doesn't feel good. It's trying to tell us something. And I'm hearing I need I want to understand me. I want to understand how I operate. And this is why I think a lot of people we see will jump from job to job and not necessarily know they might not necessarily find the job that fits for them. And they aren't necessarily finding the job that fits for them. And then there's this cultural story. Oh, well, she just jumps jobs all the time. Oh, she, you know, she's flaky. She can't make up her mind. And it's like, well, maybe you're just actually not designed to be number one in the same job forever because most people aren't. Um, And, you know, in the past, we look back 50 years. Yeah, you were supposed to get married, you know, by the time you were 24 and 
that might have even been an old maiden, right? And you're supposed to stay at the same job until you retire. Um, Again, just old cultural paradigms. But when I hear people say these things to me, I'm just more so curious about how they are designed to operate. Instead of looking at it and going, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you that you don't want to work this kind of job. Or there's something wrong with you that you're just an ideas person, but you don't want to carry them through to fruition. Or, you know, there's something wrong with you because you don't have sustainable energy or you feel like stifled by having to do the same thing every day. It's like, no, you just like, let's look at who you are and start to craft and design a life around that as opposed to trying to find the box that you fit into the best. And so again, I use human design as the primary tool to begin this process of going inward. How do I understand and know myself and love myself and create my life in a way that honors the truth of who I am, right? That's why we start with the question of who am I? Um, And then also really being able to understand from there, how do you check in with yourself every day? You know, are you the kind of person that actually is meant to listen to your intuition, right? Your in, our, our decisions are not designed to come from our minds. Our minds are beautiful. They can help us after we've made a decision, but we're not necessarily designed to make decisions by weighing them in our minds. We're designed to make decisions by listening to our intuition, listening to our, in human design, we call it strategy and authority. But What I love to teach people, and this is a class that I've taught in the past that I'm going to be bringing back around, it's called Being um, Becoming Academy, is how do we sit and listen to ourselves every day? How do we develop and cultivate a relationship with our intuition? Because beyond intuition being the woo, right, like the crystals and the, um, you know, psychics and the intuitives, which I believe everyone is intuitive and psychic in their own way, it's like, How do I actually listen to it for everyday decision making? Because that's where decisions are made to come from. You know, uh, my my human design teacher, Karen Curry Parker, talks about how when what we've culturally and society societally been raised in is that logic and science is how we are meant to make decisions. Right. And really what logic is, is looking at patterns from the past And being able to predict what's going to happen in the future based upon patterns of the past. And when we look at a human design chart, and I think just a human design chart is representative of humans in general, we are only, that is only one third of the ways that we are meant to actually make decisions um, by looking at patterning and patterns of the past in order to make a decision. Like, Innovation happens. I mean, think about how many of the the other two thirds is really about sensing and intuition and listening. And we've disregarded that. I think up until now, we're seeing more and more now people are wanting to actually listen to their intuition and cultivate their intuition. But the thing of it is, is think about how many revolutions in science have not come from logic. How many people have said, you know, I had a dream about this and now I've created, you know, I had, I understood how to create the light bulb or, um, you know, I think, was it, 
oh my gosh, I can't even remember who it was. Was it, was it Sir Isaac Newton who was sitting underneath the tree and the apple fell on his head and then he understood the physics of, of I, think, I think physics came about perhaps. I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but think about how many revolutions we've had in science that have come absolutely not from looking at past patterning and looking at logic that have come from intuition, that have come from seeing something and having a feeling and having a thought or having a dream um, and and following it and trying it out. I mean, think about how many things in your life have come from sensing and intuiting as opposed to just thinking and figuring out. So the question becomes, why in our lives then do we think that's the only way to figure out what's next? Well, because we've been largely taught by schools that that's how we're supposed to figure out our next step as opposed to listening to our intuition. And so again, this brings me back to this idea that I think when we're looking at navigating a job shift or a career change or we're looking at navigating um, moving, right, like going somewhere different, trying something new, it's incredibly important for us to learn how to listen to ourselves, to learn our rhythms and cycles and becoming Academy, which I was saying I'll be launching again, coming up um, likely at the end of the month or beginning of February. So if you want to join my email list, you can check that out. We look at what are your rhythms and cycles. Look at nature. Like we are nature. We are of the earth. Uh, We are of the cosmos. A tree doesn't just bloom for forever, right? It, it open, you know, blooms, it, it grows, Then there's death and there's rebirth and there's recycling of that energy and the tree grows again and blooms again and dies again. We as humans are meant to go through cycles of death and rebirth. We are meant as humans to wake up. Some people are designed to actually wake up every day and have the same routine every day because that feels really good for them. Other people, totally not. Like other people are not designed to have the same routine every day, myself being one of them. And so if we, again, if we're trying to fit ourselves into a box or trying to tell ourselves this is the way we're supposed to do it, this is the right way, that's the wrong way, we're going to feel a constant sense of not enoughness. I mean, I remember when I was working in corporate, I read the book The Miracle Morning, and which is a great book, by the way. Um, I think it's Hal Elrond who wrote it. And I'd be like, why can't I follow the same routine every morning? Is there something wrong with me? You know, am I not pushing hard enough? Do I not have enough willpower? And when I started to, again, learn my human design, I'm like, oh, actually not designed to do that, you know? So why am I putting this pressure on myself? And then it's creating anxiety within me versus if I actually understand, you know, I am meant to move my body. It is important for me to develop a love for my body in this lifetime, which has been classically one of my my challenges between, you know, acne and different things. I've had to learn how to love my body regardless of what's going on with it and also understand how to take care of it. Um, you know, Instead of having all this angst, I can start to set my life, my life up in a way that looks unique to me. So you almost go into this place of having to put the blinders on or having to put the eye mask on to not look at other people to design your life, but to look to yourself to design your life. And that can be a very scary place to be for many people because it's the unknown. But when you start to understand again, how do I listen to my intuition? 
What are my rhythms and cycles? How am I designed to create in the world? Who the heck am I designed to be? Suddenly the game starts to change and we start to become more and more comfortable with not listening to external sources outside of ourselves for how to create our lives. We start to listen on the inside of how to create our lives. And then that might be scary at first, right? Just like walking into a dark cave might be scary. But if you walk into that dark cave and you have a flashlight and you trust yourself and you're equipped with what you need, Maybe you turn the flashlight on and there's amethyst everywhere and it's beautiful or there's a bear and you have to run away. But either way, it's like you you start to realize that your safety and security no longer comes from something external of yourself, but that your safety and security comes from your ability to listen to yourself, to understand the sensations that are coming through your body, to understand what fear means, to understand why that relationship doesn't feel good right? Maybe you've designed relationships. I know for myself a pattern in the past. Again, I'm a pretty emotional person. Um, you know, just that I feel like I feel things. Um, in fact, I had something happen at my apartment complex last week, which was pretty, pretty tragic. Um, and the night before the whole night before I was crying my eyes out and I could not figure out why I was crying, why I was feeling sad. There was just this like layer of sadness when I walked on the floor. They actually say apparently with your neighbors, if you live next to a happy neighbor, you're like 70% more likely to feel happy, which I think is interesting. Even if you've never met your, your neighbor before. Anyways, I was crying, could not figure out why I was crying. And then the next day, the mystery of why I was crying was solved because we had a huge, massive incident on the floor that I'm living on um, in my apartment complex that was really, really heavy. And all of that to say, you know, I used to go into relationships where I felt like I couldn't emote. You know, I tried to put my emotions on the back burner as much as humanly possible so that that person wouldn't know that I had emotions. And that was a big reason for my dissatisfaction in relationships too. I'd be like, let me take care of you and I'm just going to pretend like I'm not emotional and there's no emotions in here. And it's, you know what? How now can I create a life in these relationships where I get to fully embody and be who I am? Where I don't have to hide from who I am or pretend to be somebody else. How do I show up? in the fullness of who I am, because it's not really the other person's fault. You know, I could point a finger and be like, well, what's wrong with, you know, men these days? And it's like, well, Jess, you're not being you, (laughs) you know, like, so how do you, and you're not being you from the, from the get go. So how can you expect someone else to want to be your partner if you're not even being truthful with yourself or showing up truthfully with yourself? So then we start to navigate inward again and, um, really live, in our authenticity and recognize, you know, we go to a restaurant. I think this is a, this just came to me. I think this is a good example. When you go to a restaurant and you sit down at the dinner table with all of your friends and you're sitting with 14 different friends going out for a birthday dinner, pre COVID times, everyone is going to order something different. And not only, you may order the exact same dinner as your friend who's sitting next to you. You both order, I don't know, steak, but your friend wants it medium rare and you want it, you know, well done, right? Or she's going to add fries and you're going to have potatoes instead. Like we are all constantly ordering something different. We are all different. 
we all experience life differently. You know, we all experience sometimes the same situation through a different lens. We all have different things that feel good for us and that feel authentic for us and that we like and we enjoy. So how could we expect someone else to be exactly like we are? You know, if we're looking, we're navigating a new partnership, how could we expect that person to be exactly like we are or, um, you know, fit this exact perfect picture or image that we have in our minds. Same thing with a job. Like, how could we go in expecting that it's going to be exactly perfect and there's no gonna, not going to be any hiccups or any challenges or areas where you have to advocate for yourself or ask for what you want, right? We are all different. We all have different preferences, different desires, different things that make us feel good. Uh, We process emotions and feelings completely differently. You know, some of us, like I said, we look at a human design chart. Some of us are designed to be logical, while some of us are designed to be sense, you know, to sense and to feel and to feel more. So let's learn ourselves. Let's understand ourselves. You know, let's, let's, um, find out more about who we are so that way we can put language to it and if you listened to the episode the last episode I did with Nancy so often we don't even have the language to describe ourselves you know we don't have the language to describe that discomfort or that anxiety or that angst that we're feeling we just know something feels off and so then our job our responsibility as we claim responsibility for our lives is to go out and pursue understanding what that is as opposed to let me just put a band-aid on it let me try to fix myself there must be something wrong with me how can i do this this uh, you know how can i make myself fit into the box more the question becomes who the heck am i what feels good for me and how do i live my most authentic life um and how do i allow who i am to shine from the beginning You know, we all walk past the Girl Scout cookies and, you know, some people are going to want the Thin Mints and some people are going to want the Tagalongs and some people are going to say, I'm diabetic, I don't want cookies at all, you know. So we have to understand that sometimes with rejection or sometimes with something not working out, whether it's um, a job or a friendship or a partnership or um, a new opportunity, that it's not then about taking that rejection and saying, man, there's something wrong with me. You know, I think inward reflection is good. Was I being authentic? Was I being myself? Does this actually fit for me, right? Was I, was I me from the beginning? Um, was I truthful? And I think these are things that we can start to ask ourselves as well to understand not everything is going to be everyone's cup of tea. You know, we're not going to be accepted by everyone. We're not going to be, we're not going to fit the description and the bill for everything. But the invitation is to come back to ourselves and again, realize who we are, design and create our lives in a way that feels good for us. Know that when something falls away or falls apart, sometimes it's just because it wasn't an energetic match and we were trying too hard to make it happen. So I want to just quickly read, I want to end off with a quote that I put on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram and you want to, I am at just the intuitive. You can check me out there. I want to post this quote that I posted from this great little book that I bought um, at this garden the other day, the Denver Botanical Gardens, and the book is called Things You Can Only See When You Slow Down. And I'm going to totally butcher the way that this gentleman's name is said, who authored the book, but I think it's Haman Sunim. 
This is the quote that I really liked by him. My dear young friend, and young is relative, I believe. Let's look at youth as the heart. Okay. My dear young friend, please don't feel discouraged just because you are slightly behind. Life isn't a hundred meter race against your friends, but a lifelong mar- uh, marathon against yourself. Rather than focus on get- focusing on getting ahead of your friends, first try to discover your unique color. I don't think marathon, uh, life is a marathon against yourself. I think life is a marathon with yourself, um, just personally for me as I read that quote. Um, but I want to honor him because I think that's a beautiful, again, just quote to really outline you are your own unique color. You are your own unique flavor. You are not designed to be like exactly like anyone else. I think the more we start to feel like we don't fit in, quote unquote, fit in, the more we're stepping into our authenticity and into our uniqueness. So what I'll leave you with today is my power statement for my business, uh, my, my belief statement, which is I believe in a world where people march to the beat of their own drum and that drum is their heart. So my invitation to each of you is to just start to ask yourself that question every day. Who am I? Who am I? Um, And allow yourself to be in discovery every day. And, you know, it's no one else's responsibility to accept you exactly for who you are. It's no one else's responsibility to agree completely with who you are. It's no one else's responsibility to, you know, be there and make you feel better and make your emotions better. It is our responsibility within ourselves to understand ourselves and to learn how to work with our emotions. You know, if you are somebody who, you know, I've done this in the past in my younger years, just spews your emotions all over other people. Um, Look at that. You know, if you're upset or mad or, you know, are you expecting other people to take care of you emotionally? Or are you learning how to take care of your emotions for yourself? You know, how are you showing up in relationship for yourself? And again, I think that all starts with this question of who am I? And how do I start to really accept myself for the truth of who I am. So that is what I will leave you with today. Again, if you are interested in getting a human design reading for yourself, you want to begin to really understand who you are and what you're about and how you operate uniquely for yourself. Who are you meant to be? This question of who am I um, maybe is challenging for you. Head over to justtheintuitive.com and click book a session. I would recommend starting with a 60 minute human design session. Um, Most people who start out with a 30 minute human design session say, man, I wish I had booked a 60 minute Um, or they end up booking another additional session, uh, an additional 30 minute session. So that's my invitation to all of you. I would love to support you in beginning to answer this question. And again, um, I will have Becoming Academy coming up at the end of the month. Um, at the end of January, beginning of February 2021. So you can check in and we can um, really learn and understand how you're designed to operate and how you are here to um, create your life. So go ahead, check that out. Head over to justtheintuitive.com. And if justtheintuitive.com no longer exists, head over to justbubbaco.com. And if you are a practitioner who is in the healing arts, you are someone who is a coach, you are wanting to, again, 
learn how to march to the beat of your own drum in your business and use your intuition in a way to really support your clients in stepping into the truth of who they are. Again, sometimes there's things that rest underneath the surface that we cannot address from a place of logic and therefore we need to understand how our intuition speaks to us head over um, there's a link below I have a free preview on January 13th for my class that is um, intuitive development intensive for coaches and healing arts practitioners so you can check that out and the actual class I'll put the link below as well we're going to start the third week of January okay I am sending you all so much love again you are perfect in every way um, and go out and really learn how to march to the beat of your own drum because that is what is going to help you in creating the life that you desire to live. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Jess Bubbaco Show. As always, you can find me over on Instagram at Jess Bubbaco for updates on upcoming classes and specials on human design readings, intuitive readings, classes, and more. Until next time, make it a great day.